I got the fever for the flavor of a crowd pleaser. DJ play another from the prison your highness. Only bad chicks riding my whip. South to the west, to the east, to the north. Bump my hips and watch them go off and go off. And yes, yes, sure. You don't stop in the winter order. I mix it high. Getting jiggy with them. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Get jiggy with it. 850IS if you need a lift. Who's the kid in the drop? Who else will slip? Living that life, some consider a myth. Rock from South Street to 125. Women used to tease me, give it to me now, nice and easy. Since I moved up like Georgia Weezy. Cream to the maximum, I'll be axing them. Would you like to bounce with your brother that's platinum? Never see Will attacking them. Rather play ball with shacking them, flatten them. Like getting. Thought I took a spell. But I didn't trust the lady of my life, she hitting. Hit her with a drop top with the ribbon. Crib for my mom on the outskirts of Billy. You trying to flex on me? Don't be silly. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Music 24 hours a day. We play the hits. Other stations still have players to play. The one and only English speaking station in Moscow. Capital. Capital. FM. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. My name is Alan Moore, and I hope you're ready for an hour of pure sports power with us here on Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. Tonight we have. It's a huge giveaway tonight, okay? Two tickets to the Russia-Malta game this Tuesday. Okay, that's a good one. And, of course, it you can text in hashtag Pobjeda at plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. Okay, uh, that is the draw is going to be made at 10.50, so we're accepting entries all the way to 10.45. Now, we're going to go to Andrew Flint to look at Russia's road to Qatar. Four points from six so far in this uh, tra- uh, international break. Not too bad. And, of course, they play uh, Malta on Tuesday. Of course, we're giving away tickets for that. Uh, and, of course, we're all going to have a look at Mo Salah and if he is worth a new contract with Liverpool FC. Uh, an awful lot as well going on in the Russian Premier League next weekend. We're going to have a look ahead of that. In part two, we have an Olympic superstar, Tika Palic, who, Palic, uh, who is going to join us for a chat. Of course, she uh, basically lit up the airwaves and lit up Twitter, uh, especially with some pronoun- pronouncements and actually talking sense, which is something that you know, we don't do quite enough of in the world of sports at any time, at any time. Now, of course, just we've come from getting jiggy with it with uh, Will Smith, and now we're going to go out to two men, okay, to get jiggy with Andrew Flint. But Andrew, there's breaking news coming in from Africa this evening. Tell us more about it. 
Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty concerning stuff. Just in the last hour or so, we've heard that in Guinea um, there's been. Well, it's not exactly clear exactly what's happened. Uh, military claim they've overthrown the government. Alpha Conde, the president, is detained, um, although there are reports saying he isn't. Um, the Morocco players who were there for their African Cup of Nations, uh, sorry, the World Cup qualifier um, against Guinea, um, they're waiting uh, clearance to, to get out of the country, but they're trapped there um, as things stand. And the game, of course, is not going to go on as things stand. So it's very concerning to see what will happen because we've got very mixed reports. We don't even know exactly what's happened. So um, worrying times, really. Now, I've, I've seen on a couple of news sites that there are reports of gunfighters, so on and so forth. Um, so it, it could be, a, is it a military coup that they're talking about, Andrew? Because that's what I've seen so far online. Well, yeah, that, that's basically the, the, the clearest um, we've seen. There certainly is a strong military presence. The, the military have been on TV um, broadcasting to the nation claiming that they have overthrown the government. But um, it's very, very much an, an aggressive sign that we've seen. It's not, it's not a political movement. Um, so whether it, the government has been overthrown or not, it's, um, it's, it's very, uh, very disconcerting to see. But... Um, who knows? We'll have to see in the next few minutes. Perhaps on the show we'll hear more um, as we go on. Okay, uh, that is fair enough. So let's turn to action on the field. Uh, of course, Russia drew midweek. Uh, what you said would be a good a point. They got a point in a nil-nil draw uh, against Croatia at home, of course, at the Luzhniki. Um, before a fairly you know, active enough crowd, uh, lots of tickets given away. Of course, we are giving away two tickets for the game on Tuesday here. Remember, hashtag pub yet. You still have around 40 minutes to get your answer in or your, your message in on our WhatsApp or on our uh, SMS messenger. Uh, plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. Okay, so last night Russia won in Cyprus, so that was going to be a tricky one. They won two nil goals in either half. Yurokin and Jamal uh, Um Were they value for that win last night, Andrew? Yes, I think they were. Um, it wasn't the cleanest performance. There were quite a lot of straight passes going about. Dmitry Baranov was captain, and I have to say he actually was fairly fairly poor in possession. Um, but look, a 2-0 win away from home, it does not matter. Who cares? It's a qualifier. Um, after the game, Alexander Golovin said we should have scored five or six goals at least. Um, and they certainly controlled it. So it wasn't, it wasn't a concerning performance. It was perhaps a slightly slack one, but they got the win. And that's all that matters. Okay, um, looking ahead very, very quickly now to Tuesday, uh, the game, of course, out at the Spartak Arena uh, against Malta. Now, Malta are, are coming into this game, you know, they're kind of, let's just say, they're, they, they're, they're not the group whipping boys just yet, but they are getting there. I mean, this is going to be, it's going to be hard for Malta to, to try and do something. Um, so far, they're just like, they're ahead of um, Cyprus on, on, on points. I mean, they're neighbours. Um, but Malta, I mean, looking at them, I mean, they're no mugs. I mean, they, they did stand up to Russia in the opening game of the group. Absolutely. Um, and their game, their game against Cyprus away when they won 4-0 or 4-1, I think it was, um, the game before. I mean, they looked seriously, seriously attacking stuff. Um, very, very dangerous side. So I actually thought before this group stage that Cyprus would pose the bigger problems. But it looked like Malta probably would be stiffer opposition. Um it is at home, though, and I don't think we need to get too carried away. Russia really, really should be um, should be winning this one. And to give credit to Valeri Karpin, I was slightly concerned about one or two of his team selections, but the side looked 
reasonably reasonably fresh and he's giving chances to the youngsters, Zahradia and Chukavin getting their debuts so far. So I think Russia should be confident, but certainly not an absolute given. Yeah, I mean, because you look at, I mean, Malta drew away uh, back in, was it April or March? Uh, March, sorry, uh, to Slovakia 2-2, you know? They've, they only lost uh, yesterday 1-0 to Slovenia away. So they're not going to fear coming here. I mean, and, and, and these guys from Malta, Malta are a decent side. They're, they're not a bad side and they're, and they're developing as well. So what, what should we be looking out for on Tuesday, Andrew? What, what's your prediction? And also, you know, should we expect mass changes? Is he going to like, you know, just throw on some youngsters to give them a run? Well, I think he probably will still give some chances. I think we'll probably see Zaharian again. I would have liked to have seen him before the game. Ironically, I thought he should have played ahead of Yorokin, um in Cyprus. But I kind of understand why, because if you burn him out with three games in a row, you know, what's the point? Yorokin did the job, scored. So I think we'll see some youngsters. Um, I genuinely don't think we're going to see a particularly thrilling game. I think um, Carpin realises it has to be points on the board. The length of his contract, we've mentioned before, haven't we? It's important for him. He secures his job. So I think it'll be a safe win for Russia. Okay. Now, a quick run around the houses. Belarus, of course, they were up and end up losing 3-2 to a, a Gareth Bale exhibition uh, to Wales. England hammering Andorra 4-0. Iceland 2-2 with Macedonia, North Macedonia today. Bulgaria 1-0 winners over Lithuania. Albania 1-0 winners over Hungary. Now, right now, as we're speaking... Germany are 2-0 up against Armenia. Romania are 2-0 up against Liechtenstein. Kosovo holding Greece to 0-0. Spain have already scored against Georgia. That's 1-0. Switzerland 0-0 with Italy. Belgium 1-up against the Czechs. And San Marino 2-0 down against Poland. Okay, um, moving before we move on to the Russian Premier League, um, one little bit of interesting news that I'd mentioned at the top of the show. Mo Salah is looking for a new contract. Should he sh- get one or should he not? Should they say no Mo for Mo? Well, I actually think he's played this one very well because the timing of his uh, demands, should we say, are perfect. Liverpool can't sign a replacement now that the transfer window is closed. He is still valued. Um, I think he's testing Liverpool's resolve. Um, I mean, his age, you know, he's not going to get more than one more big move if he actually wants a big move. I'm not entirely sure he does. I think he just simply wants to squeeze whatever he can out of it. I don't entirely blame him. Um, If you're a player of that demand, why not? But if you were Liverpool, would you really spend half a million, rumoured the transfer exchange broke this, in fact, that half a million pounds a week he wants, would you spend that much on him? Um, I have to say, Liverpool would have to start questioning whether that is worth the money. But we'll see. It's a battle of wills. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree on that. I think it's, it is a risky, you know, at, at not just about his age, but also like the kind of the, the, the physicality of the game. I, I think it, it just might be a bit of a risk. Just, uh, I just got a message in um, from a Bosnian friend who is friends with the Moroccan coach, Vahid Halihodzic. Uh, he has said that, yes, there, were, there was gunfire. He's been in contact with Vahid. There was uh, gunfire uh, from early, from morning time. Uh, said there's soldiers in the street. They are secure. The Moroccan team are secure in the hotel. Um, and that the president, well, apparently they've seen on television there that the president was taken hostage. Uh, right now, he's also said that uh, Vahid has said, this is the Moroccan coach, he's Bosnian, of course, the Moroccan coach has said that uh, they are not expecting to play 
play their game, but they're expected to be evacuated. They're in talks right now with the Moroccan government to be evacuated. Okay, uh, there you go. Breaking news, as always, we <laughs> break good and bad news here. Okay, looking ahead now to the next round of games in the Russian Premier League, Andrew. Um, Lokomotiv Krilly Sovetov, Sovetov even on Saturday. That's a two o'clock kickoff out at the RJ Day. Um, Lokomotiv will be looking to continue their run of good form and also showcase some of their new signings. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd say they should be pretty confident. Um, it's really interesting to see that Faustino Andrin has been given number 10 shirt, um, Dmitry Loskov's legendary retired shirt that they've taken out of retirement for him. Um, yeah, I think Lokomotiv should be very, very confident there. Um, and they should try and pile on the goals, get a bit of momentum going. Okay, um, that's, that's, that is a fair one again. Clearly, I mean, they're, they're, they're hanging on this season. I mean, they're not that bad. They're down 11th place, but they are there for the taking, like you said. Uh, okay, Zeddy Dathma, we know that's also on Saturday. Spartak Himki. Okay, Spartak Himki, that's on Saturday evening at 7 o'clock. Now, there was that dreaded, as they always say, the dreaded vote of confidence, a dreaded vote of confidence in the, uh, in the Spartak coach. Tell us more about that and also a quick uh, take on this Saturday's game. Well, when you get a vote of confidence from somebody like Leonid Fadun, it's probably, um, you know, forget the, the, the you know, the, 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 what everybody understands when a, when a, comp, uh, a chairman gives you a vote of confidence, it's the stereotypical thing. You think, oh God, this is dreaded. But when it's Leonid Fadun, you think even worse. Fadun apparently has, has said that Rui Vittoria, who's had a dreadful start, there's no two ways about it, um, he's got his confidence. I genuinely I, I think Spartak seriously ought to think about replacing him fairly soon. I think he's got no he's got no direction. Um, Stanislav Tchets of rumoured to be taken over, but um, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, as for the game, I shouldn't imagine even Spartak shouldn't have any problems. But then we said that this season already, and they've dropped points left, right, centre. So I actually think it's a very important game. Okay, Could Andrew, we're going to have to go into a break right now because uh, we'll be back, of course. Uh, oh, sorry, Andrew, we won't be going to the break. There's some little mix-up in our... Uh, in in our show at the moment we're just trying to look and see what has happened but something has uh, gone wrong with our bed so we're going to go through uh, to uh, the next segment okay so we're going to come back uh, quite soon if we can make this work Join us on a journey from the beach to the dance floor Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Okay, welcome back, folks. There was a little bit of a something wrong, of course, with our bed, so we had to go right very, very quickly to the break. But uh, we're going to get through this with Andrew Flint. Andrew, you're still in line with us? I certainly am. Lovely. Okay, that is very, very good. Just there was a little bit of a technical hitch. We had a lovely song with Sophie Tucker uh, called Best Friend for us, but unfortunately that is not going to work. So we're already in in the second segment, so we're going to go very quickly with Andrew and then call Tilka and our guys in just a couple of minutes. Andrew, um, of course, this segment is brought to you in association with Maths Business Consulting, Russians number one, sports business business even, consultancy. Okay, so uh, looking ahead, Arsenal Siska on Sunday, that is at 2 o'clock. Um, Siska, they're on a good run so it should be a win for them 
Yeah, you think so. Arsenal are just fairly terrible. Um, I don't think there should be too much trouble there for Tesco. And Arsenal have a new manager, of course, Mirdrag Bozovic, who's had history of the club. But, you know, he's had no time to settle in. So I think Tesco should be winning there. Okay, that is fair enough. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Uh, so then looking, of course, to Dinamo against Nizhny Novgorod. That's on Sunday at 7 o'clock. They're, of course, the, survive, the, the surprise team, even, uh, of the championship so far. They're sitting in ninth place on eight points. Uh, Dinamo, of course, are doing very, very well. They were top of the table. They are in second on 13 points. Okay, Dinamo, um, I mean, it's going to be a tough one for them, but at the same time, they're on a good run of form, aren't they, Andrew? Yeah, they certainly are. Um, I, I think they are going to be serious challenges for Zanip, um this season. We, you know, Asmin's uh, disturbed transfer moves with Zanip could unsettle them. They've got a good young side. Um, Zakarian and Tukavino on fire. Daniel Foreman running the midfield. I think they should win this fairly comfortably, but long term, I think they should be looking for top two, possibly. Okay, that is very, very good. Andrew, thank you very much for that. We'll be back, of course, with you uh, with the Big Five Filthy Quiz in, uh, well, around 20 odd minutes. Now. So remember, folks, uh, plus seven, nine, two, five, one, 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 zero, five, three. It is the wonderful, uh, well, I mean, you're going to enjoy it. So this is the rush against Malta, of course. That is on Tuesday night. That is plus seven, nine, two, five, one, 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 zero, five, three. Message in hashtag Pobiedo. Okay, we've got a lot of entries in so far. So get them in now. You have another mm, 20 odd minutes. About, well, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. Right. Uh, we're going to go uh, now to our next call. This is a young lady who, you know, has been, you know, she, she's been standing up for a lot of what she believes in. She's done a lot of very, very good things for uh, Zambia, for Africa, for African swimming. Um, she wanted to join us on the show uh, before this, but of course, then she had to wait until after the Olympics. So um, I'm very, very happy to invite onto Capital Sports to make her debut on Russian radio. And I'm going to get her second name wrong, even though it is Slovenian. So Tilka Palic, you're very, very, Palik, you're very welcome to the show this evening. Tilka, can you hear me? Tilka, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, superb, superb. Okay, that's very, very good. Uh, Isil, thank you very much. Isil's on the call as well, of course. Uh, Derek is there as well. But first, we're speaking to... Tilka, um, help me with your family name. Help me get it right, because I know that I got that wrong. So how do I say your family name? It's Polk. Polk. Oh, that's, that's yeah. quite easy. All right. So it's a Slovenian name, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, that is brilliant. Listen, Tilka, listen... First of all, I want to ask you, tell us, you know, how you got to where you are and, and the road to the Olympics, because swimming is not a sport that we would normally associate with Africa. Yeah, so, I mean, um, I was doing a lot of other sports, um, you know, in school, growing up, um, and I also did swimming, you know, with my other sports. I was doing things like tennis, karate, ballet, and um, I guess swimming just really stuck because it was after school and the routine was great. I, I don't know. I just, it, I, yeah, I guess it was just easy for me. It was just for you. Okay. Um, okay. Now, you were born, of course, in Postonia, the very, very famous place in Slovenia because of the caves that are there. Um, I've visited many times myself. Um, how did you end up in Zambia? Uh, so my mom is Zambian. So um, we, my mom and I moved there when I was about two. Okay, so okay, so you you grown up in Zambia. Um, in terms of sport, okay, in terms of sport, so you chose swimming, 
which of course you know it you know is difficult. How difficult has it been to prepare for swimming? Like you know, if for in terms of facilities, because in Russia, for example, um, in my university, we have you know great swimming facilities. We have a swimming pool. We've actually got two swimming pools in all things, um, and we have fifty meter pools and so on. So, how difficult is it to prepare in in Zambia, for example? Mm. So the first thing is like I didn't choose swimming. Swimming chose me. Like swimming is one of those <laughs> like sports that. that it chooses you, you know, you don't choose it. Um, um, well, you know, it was a bit difficult, especially during the winter months, because we didn't have, we don't have heated pools or indoor pools. Um, we have a few uh, pools in Zambia. Um, I think we have like two or three 50 meter pools, um, two which are functioning. And we have a couple uh, 25 meter pools, but I mean, the facilities, we're really lacking a lot of facilities. So, you know, it is very difficult to, you know, get the sport off the ground um, or get the sport from an amateur to an elite level without the facilities that, for example, Russia has, you know. Well, again, Russia has had the you know the the concentration and the development to do it. Uh, do you think that that's a, it's it's an issue in Zambia overall in sports? Because um, we'll speak to Derek a little bit later on in in this segment because we've always discussed about how sort of poorly youth sports are set up, and I'm sure that uh, female sports is also not uh, well set up as well. I think it's sport in general. Um, you know, um, it's just really difficult when you live in an African country where, um, you know, athletes are not considered a priority. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit frustrating. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's just really difficult. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. And what, what, like there's a new government now, of course, in Zambia is, uh, is that going to change? Do we have some hope on the horizon? I really hope so. I really, really do hope so. Um, you know, the new president, he's just fantastic. Um, I'm honestly such a big fan of his um, his work in general, um, his work ethic, um, his views for the country. You know, not only am I looking forward to, um, you know, uh, hopefully he does do something with sport, but I'm also looking forward to just a better standard of living in Zambia for my people in general, you know, um, I think that the past, uh, years that, uh, we, our last president ran, it was not the best, not our finest years. You know, there was a lot of, um, struggle in that, but I think he will set things right. Okay. That is, that is great to hear because again, Zambia should be a powerhouse, for Africa, because I mean, there's so much there in terms of everything from agriculture to you know natural resources. It is all there to be developed and to, and to be used for the for for the people yeah. by the people. Um, tell yeah, me, sure. and and you know, it's it's Central Africa. So, well, I mean, South Central <laughs> Africa. Um, so yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's, you know, there should be no excuses, but we always know that there are because, I mean, I'm from Ireland, so we have lots of excuses as to why things don't go right there, you know. Um, okay, listen, tell us about the Olympics. So you, you qualify for the Olympics. What was it like over there as an Olympian? Okay, so, you know, um, I've been to other games and, um, you know, with this, these Olympics, they're during a worldwide pandemic. 
Um, so, you know, if I compare them to, if I compare it as a games to other games I've been to, for example, World Champs and Commonwealth Games, it wasn't, I didn't have um, the best experience, if I can say, obviously because of COVID and um, uh, restrictions and all of that. But also I can't compare it because I've never been to an Olympics. So, you know, the the vibe there was just really crazy. Like it was, you know, everyone's hyped up, everyone's excited, but we're also extremely nervous, extremely stressed out. Um, you know, throughout the games, throughout the duration of our stay, um, throughout the duration of my stay leading up towards my race, it was stressful. We did COVID tests every day and, you know, it just takes that one test to come back a false positive and that's your dream ruined you know you're moved out of the you're moved out of the village you're gone to a hotel you have to quarantine for 14 days you have to do all these tests and it's it's things like that that are really really scary um you know you go to the dining hall and there's lots of people there eating and you think come who has COVID in here? Like, what did they touch? I could touch the same thing. You never know. So I think that's what was the most stressful was not even like contracting it. I think the most stressful was getting a positive test. Um, and once that's, that's it, you know, your, your dreams are over and you go home. It's, it's really, really, it was so, so scary. And you, you want to go out, you want to see your friends, but you don't know if it's worth it, you know. But and did that affect your, your performance or your, you know, your, your feelings of security there? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Um, it may have, you know, subconsciously may have affected my performance, good or bad. I don't know. But um, I, I do know that it did affect many athletes, the stress, you know, um, of just COVID added pressure. You already have the stress of being a diplomat for your country. You already have the stress of you're an Olympian. Um, you already have the stress of the biggest race of your life. And then on top of that, you have COVID. Um, so it was just really stressful. And I know it did affect a lot of athletes. Um, for me personally, it uh, it felt as though, you know, once I got into the pool, that everything outside of the pool didn't really matter at that point. You know, it was more of once you're out of the pool. And then reality sinks in. So for me, you know, when, when I get into the pool, uh, everything outside the pool doesn't matter. So, yeah, I really wasn't thinking about that inside the pool. So I think I, that's what uh, I was lucky with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to move across because uh, we're going to... Uh, Isolt, who is on right now she, from Ireland, she is our legal legal. She has a couple of questions for you. And then we'll go to... Uh, Derek has a couple of questions as well. So, uh, Isolt, uh, the floor is yours. Make it nice and short and precise, please. I certainly will. Um, I suppose my first question for you is going to be a very simple one. We discussed your surname at the start and the fact that you were born in Slovenia. I was fascinated just going through some of the comments you've had to make previously. And one of the things you've mentioned before, um, it's a thing I think we get in Ireland, is you said that you felt occasionally to prove you're Zambian enough. And I suppose coming from being born in another country, do you still feel that is the same, even after representing Zambia on so many different international platforms? And why, yeah. why do you think the cause is? 
Oh, 100%. I mean, it's definitely, it all boils, it all uh, boils down to skin color, you know. Um, you know, people see me and they say, you're white. And I'm like, I'm actually mixed race. And they're like, okay, but like you're light. And I'm like, yes, but I'm mixed race. And they're like, so you're basically white. And I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm mixed race. You have to understand. So it, it comes with that. And then, um, you know, in Zambia, people, um, they relate your skin color to your nationality or citizenship. Mm-hmm. So they look at you and they're like, that happens you're, very much too. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's so in I Ireland, think, you're asked where you're originally from, as opposed to someone exactly. saying, you're obviously Irish. Don't, don't question. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people on social media will say, yeah, but you're, you're Zambian. Why are you saying these things? But then on the same topic, somebody would say, you know what? You're not Zambian. You don't understand. You weren't born here. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't have to be born to understand, you know, what's, what's going on. Um, so, you know, like I, 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 being born in Slovenia was not my choice, you know, um, but I'm so thankful that I got to grow up in Zambia. You know, I speak the language. I'm, I'm Zambian. Um, so it is difficult, you know, um, but I think we're progressing. Um, the youth is definitely progressing, but I think, um, the baseline really is to teach, um, children, in in you know in in primary schools especially in rural areas that um to teach them inclusivity you know to show them that it doesn't matter what skin color you are you can be from wherever you know um yeah it's it's a it's a really difficult uh topic and uh very sensitive and a lot of people do get uh, worked up on it. Lisa, now you've got one quick question because we have to move on, of course, uh, right away. So, uh, quick one. My very, very quick question would be, you obviously are one of a very small list of people who aren't South African who appeared on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. What do you plan on doing in the next few years before you reach 30? What is your ambition for the next few years? Wow. Um, Definitely make a change. Uh, in sports, especially women in sports, including coaches um, and athletes, managers. Um, I think I'd like to start to work on including more women, make it equal, gender equal. Okay. Um, We've moved very, very quickly. Uh, Derek, uh, you have two quick questions uh, because, of course, Derek is Zambian here in Moscow, Tilka. Uh, So two quick questions for Tilka. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Dick. How are you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Uh, first of all, I must say I'm a huge fan of you and uh, congratulations for like representing Zambia at the Olympics. But I have a quick question, two quick questions. First of all, why do you think, uh, your opinion, why do you think Zambians don't perform at Olympics, don't even go to Olympics? Like we've got neighboring countries like who represent Olympics with huge numbers. Why do you think Zambians don't really perform? And Okay, so why, why are Zambians not going to the Olympics in bigger numbers and performing better? Yeah, yeah so it, it, all, it all boils down to funding and government uh, support. That's really it. 
funding and government support. You cannot expect me. I had to move out of the country to come to South Africa that has better facilities. I'm not getting support um, from the government or from my federation. Um, I'm doing this on my own free accord to perform for my country that isn't supporting me. So whether I do well or bad, um, I've done it on my own. You know, nobody, it, it's all the, it's just support. That really is what it is. Okay. okay. And the second one, uh, Derek, uh, uh, yeah. spoils your question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I follow you on Twitter. I see like a lot of controversy. Is that a message you're trying to uh, send or it's just like to just grow your numbers or anything? What message are you trying to send for the things you've been like on the on social media and everything? I definitely enjoy um, sharing my opinion with people and I do enjoy having, um, you know, conversations with intellectual, you know, intellectual conversations with people and um, it, it's never about growing followers or, you know, all of those things. It's For me, it's more about engaging with people on social media. I want to engage with my people. Um, and I really, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy engaging with people. Um, unfortunately, you know, Twitter is really ruthless, so you don't get the best out of it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you know, people all have their own opinion, and I also have my own opinion. Um, and I do like my controversial topics because it makes people uncomfortable, but it's topics that have to be talked about, that I feel have to be talked about and discussed. Okay. okay, it took. I mean, that, that that is spot on because I saw you when you were mentioning LGBT and so on. I mean, just to even to speak about it, there's you know, even to raise a topic, people were coming down on you very, very hard. So again, it was everything from the swim cap controversy where you said, "Hold on, it's not ra-. you." You know, when people are saying to you like, you know, that we're calling you a racist because they didn't know that you were Zambian, it's just like. It blew my mind. It blew my mind before the Olympics. And so I actually we raced out and began, uh, you know, contact with each other. Took a couple quick questions for me because we're almost out of time right now in this segment. Um, first of all, in order to go up a level, um, there's always a temptation to, let's just say, to, um, because you have to train so hard. You're up in the morning now for training. Thank you for being on with us tonight because it is, I know it's uh, 10.30 your time. Or sorry, it's 9.30 your time. Um, yeah. People say about doping cutting corners, but it's not. It's to try and train even harder. Would you ever be tempted to do that? You know, we, all athletes have thought about that. But it's not even about the sport. Like for me, it's about what happens after. I'm not ready to be in hospital when I'm 40 because I decided to dope in when I, when I was 24 and I came fourth at an Olympics, like it is totally not worth it. I like, I think about it and I'm just like, it is just disgusting. I am not about to put my body through that. And I am not about to basically poison myself so that I can feel as though I am something significant. You know, for me, there is more to life than winning. Just being at a, at a meet at that magnitude is already a win you know if you get a medal that's a bonus if you get a world record that's a bonus everything else after that is a bonus once you get there that is it you have made it everything else is a bonus and it's totally not worth it for me it's in the long run like i don't think about now i think about the future all the time 
I mean, I live in the now, but my decisions are based on the future. So that is like out of the question for me. Okay. Tilke Park, thank you so much. And the very best of luck for the future. And um, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Okay, so uh, Derek and Issa will be back on us. We're going to the break. Of course, that segment is brought to you in association with Match Business Consulting, the number one, the one-stop shop for all your sports business uh, and management needs. Back after the break with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz.
Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Capital Commercial. Двух альфа-титанов быть не может. Нам нужен Конг. Он нужен всему миру. Годзилла придет за ним. Годзилла против Конга. Смотрите только в подписке Иви. Реклама 18+. With Alan Moore. Welcome back, one and all. I hope you enjoyed a bit of lush life, and I hope we're go- we're sending that down to Tilka in Lusaka in Zambia. Well, she's actually in South Africa in Gauteng at the moment. So uh, thank her for that. Again, I asked her a question at the very end that you know I, I ask a lot of athletes in private, and people don't believe me when I ask them because I do ask athletes this. You know, on a regular basis, because it's something that was asked to me. Would I, would, like, did I think of doping when I was boxing? And I always said, no, I actually lost out because I decided not to box. Not to dope, not to box, but I didn't box as well. But um, this, it's, it's, it's an amazing moment when, when an athlete just answers so clearly as that. So I think we're very, very lucky, folks. Whoever listened into that tonight, you, you got like, ah, oh, peach. Okay, um, again, remember... Hashtag Pobieda, hashtag Pobieda, okay. Um, uh, it's uh, plus seven nine two five one 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 zero five three. Breaking news all over the place again. That game in Morocco or in Guinea in Conakry looks that it is going to be called off completely. Okay, so we're going to the phone line. Of course, we have uh, our big fat filthy quiz. We have um, we have some old faces returning. Well, I can't say old faces. There's some familiar faces returning, I should say. Um, because, of course, this, we're going to have a, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one, a very, very fun one tonight. Okay, so um, before we do, uh, Isolt, have you got a bit of news for us at the moment? Very, very quick news. So it appears that the uh, game in Brazil has been paused this evening as Uh, it appears players are being sought to be detained and deported due to breaches of COVID protocols. I'm not sure whether that was in-country or private. Okay, interesting. Okay, very, very interesting. Okay, of course, we did, there were all mishaps. We didn't get to, to cover them, unfortunately, with Andrew Flint uh, down in South America. And a lot of English clubs as well refusing to release players to go away in international duty because if they did go away, they'd have to isolate coming back. But again, I think it's kind of like obvious. Okay, folks, uh, running through this right now. So in our running order... Andrew Flint is going to open the batting. Derek is coming in second. Esau third. Peter P in fourth. Double N is in fifth. And Andy Mack is at the back in sixth. So you're all there. I'll, I'll roll call again. Andrew Flint, you're back with us. I certainly am. Derek, you're there? Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm okay. Esau, of course, is there. She's already spoken with us. Peter P, you're there with us. MMM. Okay, lovely. Uh, Double N, you're there with us. Uh, yep, yep. Okay, and Andy Mack, you're back. I'm well and truly quarantined in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Andy Mack, Andy Mack is a bit tired and emotional today. Or he was tired and emotional last night, and now he's recovering from his tired and emotionality. Uh, <laughs> I think the, the, tonight's show has just been like the kind of the, the, the cherry uh, that was popped on the top of my cake. Um, this weekend, <laughs> there was no good way to end that sentence. Once I said about popping my cherry, <laughs> oh God, Alan, oh, I'm just lost it. Right. Pardon, Isolde? 
they're taking a nosedive at this point. <laughs> it just, I don't know if the electricity just went out all over the place. It's okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, we should mention as well, of course, the Paralympics ended in a, a wonderful spectacle uh, today. Okay, s- super viewership of it as well all around the world. And great respect being paid to the athletes as well, to Alexander Zotov. Um, not the other, another Alexander Zotov who actually won gold in cycling. Uh, congratulations uh, from all of us at Capital Sports. And okay, so we're going to open up the first round. Of course, it's worth five points for each answer. Okay, so you're going to have to give in a family name and the country. Okay. So here we go. All right, this is uh, women's Olympic swimming gold medal winners, okay, for freestyle uh, 100 meters, okay? And it's only in the last few years. Don't worry, it's not going back into 1960s or something. So uh, opening up with Andrew Flint. Gemma, Gemma, what's her family name? Well, this is a specialist top of your mind, so I know this one definitely. Um, <laughs> Gemma, Gemma. Christ alive. The only the only surname I can think of related to Gemma is that Hollywood uh Hollywood actress from like twenty years ago. That Gemma I can't even remember her name either. Arterton? No Arterton? idea. No, okay. No idea. Okay. Um all right. Have a guess. Her name is McKeown. McKeown, Gemma McKeown. So what about her country? McKeown. Uh, Ireland. No, Australia. Okay, not far away. Okay, well the other end of the world. Okay, Derek, for you, okay? Katie. Katie. <laughs> Katie, 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 McDonald's, I don't know. <laughs> no, well, why not? No, Ledecky, Ledecky, well, Ledecky, they said. Where do you reckon she's from, country? Ledecky sounds uh, French or Swedish. <sighs> no, it's America, America. But it's a good guess, good guess. Okay, Eastlet for you, okay? Ranomi, Ranomi. Renomi <laughs> uh, As she Googles on her phone Go on Renomi ran away from me <laughs> No it's not No no. Renomi Go on You have no idea? No I do not have any idea Chromo with Jojo Chromo with Jojo oh, I was close enough to be fair <laughs> What country is she from would you reckon? Belgium Ah! Holland. Belgium. <laughs> Holland. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I gave you hope with that moment. <laughs> okay, Peter P. All right. Inga. 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 Come on, answer. Inga. Uh, let's go with... Uh, uh, I don't know, some rush, like Belova, I guess. I'm not going to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, her family was De Bruyne. De Bruyne. So what country is she from? Oh. So she's not Russian. De Bruyne. She's European, though. I'll give you that hint. Close to Juventus. Juventus. All right, go on. Uh, how about... Um, you know what? I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go with France. Are you sure? Are you going to stick with that answer? France? France? Oh, yeah. Yep, definitely. No, Holland. <laughs> Oh, sorry, <laughs> Holland. All right, uh, double N, Frederica. Frederica. Frederica, um, let's say Simeone. Uh, that's not bad, but no, it's Pellegrini. Pellegrini, okay. Oh. Where is she from? All right. Uh, I I think she's from Italy. Oh, well done, well done. Uh, I Look, I knew you were moving on. Well done, double N, well done. You're the first person to get points on the board. 
No, actually, yes. did Andrew? No, Andrew didn't get the first word. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Andy Mack, Penny. Let's see if it drops for you. Penny. <laughs> Um, that was the last Olympics, wasn't it? Um, it was. No, it was, wasn't it? You're right, you're right, yeah. Um, I don't remember her surname, but she's Canadian. Right. Olesiak, Olesiak. So you got five points. Okay, well done. Now we have the missing words. Here we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, and this is this is, is for you. PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, by what? PSG, by what? Oh! <gasps> Oh, do you know what? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you five points for that, and it's not just because I'm being kind today. I I think actually good. It's actually legitimacy. Okay, legitimacy. That's of course they they buying. Well, they didn't buy the players. They just signed them on freeze, like Messi and Donnarumma and so on and so forth. Excellent. That's a good answer. So five points for you. Okay, Derek, for you. Yeah. You're going to like this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's silence of this. Bale, Gareth Bale. What? Belarus of historic win. He scored, of course, a hat trick against Belarus today. Can you say it again? Bell what? Bale, what? Belarus of historic win. Bell trust. No, I'll give you a point. It's cheats. Belarus, Belarus of a historic win. Cheats. I'll give you a point for it because it's trash. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Isolt for you. Okay, Paralympics close with what? Paralympics close with what? As I mentioned, they close today. Yeah. Um, Paralympics close with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it nice because the Paralympics close with final flourish. Because it's a little. Yeah, so that's it. Up. Yeah, you're right. No, listen, I'll, I will. I'll, I'm going to give you five points for it because that's actually quite nice. If if you were a journalist, it would be very very good. Instead of what if they wrote. Said- Pardon. You can't say anything nasty about the Paralympics closing. <laughs> no, no, heaven forbid. No, it is basically uh, closes with record viewing numbers. I did give a hint earlier oh. on. I gave a hint. I gave a hint. You I did. did. I did. Okay. Um, so now we're on to Peter P. Peter P. Okay. Carpin happy with what? Carpin happy with what? That's Valery Carpin, of course, the Russian coach. Carpin happy with what? Uh... He's 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 happy with himself. <laughs> something something that I'm not. Yeah, why are you not happy with yourself, Peter? I don't know. It's a it's been a crappy day. I'm sitting. It's cold. My heater is not even on because of over the power outage. It's it- freezing. As you can see, I got like a raspy voice because I'm getting sick. Oh no! Oh God, love you. Would you not like you know wear socks? I, I'm like I'm like you know like one of those like. Uh, like old, like I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a sweater on. Like, right okay. now. Like, my, yeah, I gotta tell you, even even at Andy's dungeon, it was way warmer than it is in my house right now. <laughs> Andy likes to turn up the heat down in his cellar. That oh, is, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, double N, going to you. All right, so Verstappen stays what for title? Of course, he won today, beating Lewis Hamilton into second place in the Formula One Grand Prix in Zandvoort. Okay. Um. Okay, uh, can you repeat, please, the question? Verstappen stays what for a title? Um, stays on top. <gasps> if you... Okay, on is correct. Okay, if you give me the next right. word, I'll give you 10 points. It's not top. Um, it's on... It's on... 
Come on, come on, come on. You know this. Ah. You know it. You know it. I'm telling you, you know it. Everyone knows it. Everyone who's sitting at home listening who are messaging into us. Dimitri just messaged into us now. Plus 795 We've got four minutes left, folks, to get in your uh, applications to uh, hashtag Pobieta. Quick, come on, get to Pobieta. He's on this. fire. He's on fire. No, on track. <laughs> on track. I'm giving you five on points. Track. Yeah, it's a very simple thing. I thought you'd have it. All right, and finally, Andy Mack. Uh, so, here we go. Look for Ireland fall too late. Ronaldo, what? Of course, Ireland's disgraceful loss this past week when the referee was from Slovenia and he was a cheating beep. Um, Ireland fall in Moroccan pool with Ronaldo and wrestler. <laughs> You're getting five points with noise. <laughs> Fall to late Ronaldo goals. Okay, so here we go now. We're on the last round. There are 20 points on. So anyone can win this, okay? So right now I'm looking at it. We have 10 points for Andy Mack, okay? 10 points for Double N, 5 for Peter P, 5 for Eastsult, 1 for Derek, and 5 for Andrew Flint. Okay, so it is wide open, 20, 20 points on go for this. Okay, this is all about the US Open tennis, singles, men's and ladies' singles. Okay, Eastold, I know you are good on this. So, Andrew Flint, first one for you. How many titles, okay, how many singles titles has Rafael Nadal won at the US Open? Three, four or five? I always forgot to give any answers. <laughs> Three, four or five? Give me a clue. Um, oh, yeah. um, I'm going to go for four. You went well. Well done. Okay, 20. So you're finishing up on 25 points. Okay, well done. You're out in the lead. And second, Derek. Okay, how many US Open titles have the Williams sisters won? Okay, singles titles, singles, not doubles, because they've won doubles and mixed doubles as well. So is it six, seven, or eight? Six, seven, or eight? I'm going to go with uh, seven. I think we've got seven. Now, Derek, you've gone with seven. 20 points to put you uh, in second place. You're happy with that? So I have a second chance, right? <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> you don't. You said seven. So the answer is eight. So I'm sorry you didn't get that. I'm sorry, Derek. That's very awful for me. Okay. Um, all right. Here we go. Isolt. Who did not of these Russian players did not win a US Open singles title, okay? Was it Maria Sharapova, Vera Zvonovirova, or Svetlana Kuznetsova? Who didn't win a US Open singles title? And this will surprise okay. you. Be careful, be very careful. Right, give me the three options. Oh, good God, Sharapova, Zvonovirova, Kuznetsova. Zvonovirova's mom actually won uh, an Olympic medal for field hockey, there you go. Useless fact of the day. Word almighty. Right, I'm going to go with... I'm trying to think who I can remember winning. Maria won one, I know that. So, who was my two last two were Svetlana? Zvonarova and Kuznetsova. I'm going to go with Zvonarova. Didn't win. Didn't win. Sure. I remember Maria Sharapova. Okay. And I think Svetlana won before her. Well like, done, oh, you did. And then she, in her defence, you're in joint first now uh, with Andrew Flint. Okay, we're flying through the last one. So, okay, Peter P, question for you. Who broke Naomi Osaka's three in a row hopes? Was it Sloane Stevens, Angelique Kerber or Bianca Andreescu? Sloane Stevens, Angelique Kerber or Bianca Andreescu? Um, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to say Bianca. 
Wow, well won, well winged. You are correct. Okay, so 25 points. There's three leaders in our game tonight. Okay, so Andy Mack and Double N, you can win this outright if you get your last questions correct. So Double N, first to you. All right. How many, as we say, double, so it was like American when they won men's and ladies' singles. How many has there been since 2002? Or since 2000, excuse me. One, two or three. When an American man and an American woman won in the same year. One, two or three. Um, I'm going to go with one. Oh, well done, well done, well done. Okay, yes, yes it's one. 2002, it was uh, Pete Sampras and Serena. Okay, Andrew, finally for you. This is a chance to go joint top with double N and get a joint gold medal. Okay, so between 2000 and 2002, how many nationalities have won men's and women's singles? Is it 11, 15 or 17? 11, 15 or 17? I'm going to go with 15. You are right. Well done. Okay, so congratulations, Andy Mack and Double N. You're both finishing top of the table. Okay, well done and uh, congratulations for that. So I'll thank you all guys for now and send you all packing on your way and hope you have a lovely week ahead of you. So to our big filter quiz, I say good night. But of course, we have a little issue of who is winning, okay? Who is winning the two tickets to Russia? And Malta this Tuesday evening. And the winner is, because we've got a few people in, Paulina, Paulina, your number is ending in 6635. Congratulations, you win the two tickets. I will say one person who did uh, put in early on, Alex, Alex, I know you're listening to us. A very happy birthday to you. Okay, very happy birthday. You're celebrating today. I'm sorry we couldn't give you the tickets just because of your birthday. It was an open draw and the winner was Paulina. So Paulina will be getting those tickets to you tomorrow. Okay, folks. Uh, another interesting couple of scores for us this week, of course. They, uh, I'll have a quick look at the scores right now. Uh, it is 5-0 Germany over Armenia in the second half of all these games. 2-0 Romania Liechtenstein. 1-0 still for Greece over Kosovo. Spain are 3-up against Georgia. 0-0 still between Switzerland and Italy. Belgium 2-up against the Czech Republic and San Marino are 4-0 down against Poland. Okay, folks, thank you very much for being with us this weekend, this Sunday. Uh, we'll, of course, speak with you all next week. We have an absolutely an amazing guest coming in the second part of the show next week. You're going to just, you'll be blown away by this, I promise you. You are going to love it. We're going to go out tonight with a song that should end every show, okay? Every single show, because we know that some nights here in Capital Sports we have little mis- mishaps, but we still get through it and we have a lot of fun. And then other nights we have even more mishaps and we still get through it and we have a lot of fun. So right now, I'm going to go out with fun, the group fun and some nights and say thank you much for being with us this week. To all of you who are listening to us in Moscow and around the world, have a lovely week ahead. Have a lovely Sunday night. Thank you for listening to us. I'm Alan Moore saying good night and take care of yourselves and each other. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Some nights I stay up cashing in my bad luck Some nights I call it a draw Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle Some nights I wish they just fall off But I still wake up, I still see our dust Oh Lord, I 